As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I've been telling you about Tacova's boots for a long, long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Tacovis will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of 100 bucks at tacovis.com. Just use the code HERD at checkout. All you got to do, H-E-R-D. That's H-E-R-D at tacovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go, live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Woke up at 3.45 this morning, J-Mac, staring at the future of the NFL. Couldn't go, I went to bed early last night, very early, watched some TV. Really zoning in on these playoff games, no time to sleep. A lot of energy for the weekend. Not wasting any time tomorrow. Mm. He's going to be concentrating, preparing to watch the game. Did, did you check out Reacher like I recommended? The series? Reacher? Jack Reacher? Yeah. No, I did. No? There's a lot of good stuff. I'm like, I know we're hurting because it's the end of the football season, but we're also like super excited. There's a lot of shows that are awesome that we've missed out on because of football. There's one called Bear that's supposed to be very good. I don't have that. Not Hulu Chris Felica. He's good too, but it's called. Yeah, Bear. yeah I don't have Hulu, so I, I, I yeah, can't. Yeah, I Yeah, I'm not really interested in a lot of that stuff. I told you I got my black and white TV. And my hey, you're up at 3:45 a.m. That's yeah. what I got. Well, are you eating at 3:45 a.m. or no? At 3:45, no, I, I get up every morning at four and read. But at three, this morning I got up early. Uh, like, but read the Bible, or what are we doing? It. Do, do you think I read the Bible? I is don't that, know. Is that what you've? You're religious, aren't you? Well, I'm, I'm spiritual. Oh, oh. <laughs> let's work that, on that. Isn't that this default answer to all that stuff? <laughs> all right, these are, I believe, the ten best players. I did it yesterday. Lions, Niners, right down the middle, five and five. Ten best players, one through ten. I do this before every big game. I take out the yellow pad, I write down, and if there's an overwhelming majority to a team, that's when you have to get concerned. Detroit, to me, is the next San Francisco. I think they're stacked. Left tackle, weapons, pass rusher, tight end, top safety. I mean, I feel Detroit is the next San Francisco. They just don't have the playoff experience. So here we go, our top ten, Ravens and Kansas City. Number one is the best player in the world, Patrick Mahomes. Highest playoff win percentage 
81% in the Super Bowl era. What do you want me to say? He's getting Andy Reid national TV commercials. His six years have been unbelievable. The highest graded quarterback this year in both the divisional round and the postseason, according to PFF. Now, I do think he has faced a worn-down, beat-up Buffalo and Miami defense, and it will look different this weekend. Number two, Lamar Jackson. Best quarterback this year, but I will say he doesn't have the pocket numbers that would stack him up against Mahomes. He does have the highest winning percentage, 73% of any quarterback without a Super Bowl appearance. I think that will change this weekend in the Super Bowl era. Won four straight starts by plus 14 points. He is a nightmare for defensive linemen and defensive coordinators. Number three, Roquan Smith, who's literally changed the defense. Most of these guys were here, and Roquan Smith showed up, and it's the number one scoring defense and the number one total defense, the best linebacker in football for an organization that has a pretty rich history in great linebackers. Pro bowler, all pro, tackle machine, culture changer defensively, Roquan Smith. Number four is Travis Kelsey. He's older, may have been number three on this list a couple years ago, but Mahomes and Kelsey have the most touchdowns, 16 by any duo in NFL playoff history, although he doesn't feel like he runs quite like he did two to three years ago. He remains an incredibly difficult cover. Number five, Chris Jones. Chris Jones, highest graded defensive player on either team, 11 sacks this year, second most by an interior defensive lineman. Not going to make the tackles of Roquan Smith, won't be as active, but a complete and utter disruptor almost to the level of Aaron Donald. Number six, a rookie, Zay Flowers. Lamar finally got his game breaker on the perimeter. I can't believe how good he is. Five touchdowns, last six games. You can use him a lot of different ways. This kid is a spectacular player. Um, and this was a year in which there was a lot, a lot of good rookie receivers. Um, and they asked a lot of him because Mark Andrews wasn't around because of the injury. So for him to come into a winning culture that demands a lot with a lot of veterans and to be that good kind of blows me away. Number seven, Legarius Sneed, Kansas City. That kid is led the, led the Chiefs in picks uh, and passes defended this year. If you If you went after him... The quarterback rating was 59.3. He is a hyper-athletic corner for the Chiefs. Number eight, another one of their corners, Trent McDuffie, who also, by the way, led the NFL with five forced fumbles. So the former Washington Husky, uh, he was targeted 77 times this year. I don't think he's quite as athletic as Snead, but you could flip these guys the two chief corners, seven and eight. Number nine, sensational. Kyle Hamilton, the safety. Second highest graded Ravens defender. Only player with three plus sacks and four picks this season, over four. Uh, he was good the first minute he arrived. Remember they went and drafted a center and a safety in the first round and everybody went, a center and a safety? They have both been phenomenal. And number 10, hasn't played a ton, but I think he's second or third best tight end for several years, Mark Andrews. Again, seven games missed due to an ankle injury. I am a huge fan. 
He's also something like Travis Kelsey and Gronk. He's really big on crucial downs. He's not doing stuff late in blowouts. Mark Andrews, first couple series, third down, fourth down, red zone. Very Gronk, Travis Kelsey. He is great when great is needed. So these are the 10 best players. By the way, I left some unbelievable players out. So, you know, you could argue here and there. I left a couple of, like, Pro Bowl-level offensive linemen. There's elite defensive linemen. I did this yesterday where I left Fred Warner out of the top 10. These teams are stacked. I think we have the right four teams. We have three star quarterbacks and one great story. But I think we have four stacked roster. In fact, I would argue Kansas City's got the weakest roster because they actually have some holes. I don't think their tackle play OT, OT play has been great. At receiver, it's Rasheed Rice. And then you kind of crossing your fingers with young guys. But I think we have the right teams. Any knocks on this? I think you're missing Isaiah Pacheco, who I think is incredible and should be in the top 10. And I do think uh, you're a little high on Zay Flowers. I love him as a receiver, but sixth best player in the game, I would say no. His prop numbers are going down because he's got to go against Sneed. And if he's in the slot, McDuffie, not a great matchup for the rookie. Uh, a guy I haven't talked to in a long time. Um, 18 years, three Pro Bowls, 10 with Seattle. Uh, six playoff appearances with the Seahawks, and he was fantastic. Um, Matt Hasselbeck. Wow. We don't get Matt Hasselbeck on this show very much. So when we do, look at behind you. Look at that. Now, is that Boston College, Seattle Colts, Packers? What am I looking at behind you? <laughs> Junk. <laughs> now, you're looking probably mostly at my kids' uh, stuff these days. Um, they're racking up the, the accolades more than me. I, 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 see a, uh, I see a national championship trophy in there. That's not mine. I see two runner-up trophies. Those aren't mine. So, uh, no, it's funny. Like, I grew up, my dad played a long yes. time in the NFL, and yeah. he had all these game balls, and we just we played with them in the driveway. It just was like my dad was like, yeah. I'm not going to go buy a new ball, play with this. We'd be like, oh, game ball, New York Giants. Uh, okay. You know, and, and so I think we're kind of the same way. In fact, the Marshawn Lee Lynch Beast Quake ball, I just saw Marshawn in Seattle recently. He's like, hey, man, where's that ball that I scored the best run in NFL history on? Where's that Where's that ball? And I'm like, I didn't know that was the ball. Like, I, my daughter took that ball home. I think my dog was playing with that ball <laughs> at one point, like in his mouth. So it's it just – Oops, my bad. Yeah. I have defended righteously um, Jared Goff. And I said, NFL fans love spectacular. I do, too. Um, and it's why I fell for Sam Darnold, Justin Fields. You see spectacular. And Kyler Murray. Goff isn't, I, I said, I like Wheat Thins and Cheerios and the Postal Service. I know they're not spectacular, but God, I like all of them, and they're really reliable. I just think he's, I think because he is an, an old school quarterback, I mean, he's the last number one pick who's a pure pocket guy. What do you see with Goff? Yeah, he's a pure pocket guy, but when he's at his best, you know, back when in the McVay days, he was under center, looks like drop back passing, but the launch point was not usually right behind the center. You know, it was that fake outside zone. You know, I'm setting up in the B or C gap, uh, the play-action game. I think he's a very good play-action passer. I think he's a very good play-action passer. Um, and then, and, and then um, deep passer, play-action passer, and then even empty. So I just think this is a great fit in terms of, like, how patient and creative they are in the run game, married up with his skill set. 
I think his number one quality, though, is probably just his resiliency. And the, the team just believes in him. He's steady. And um, pretty cool. Like, if he were to take two different teams to the Super Bowl, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that can say they've done that. So we, we talked about this yesterday, that we all know quarterback's the most valuable um, position in the sport. Debo Samuel's very much a, a kind of a chess piece that if the weather's bad or the pass rush is intense, it's just get it to Debo and, you know, he's just too, he's just a train going downhill. In your career, did you have something uh, in relatively close, something like a Debo? Because I think all quarterbacks are best served when they have, the security blanket. I mean, Gronk was great, but he really became a security blanket for Tom on third and four. What do you make of Debo, how you could use him, and his value to the Niners? Yeah, I mean, the Niners have so many weapons. Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, uh, CMC. Like, You take start taking some of those pieces away, they're not as scary as, as they are otherwise. But I, I really don't know if there has been anybody like Debo. I mean, he's a wide receiver. They're putting him at running back. The guy when I played that reminds me of Debo, someone who could have done that, is Steve Smith. Like, Steve Smith yeah. could have been that kind of a guy. Um, there's probably a couple other guys that way, but I don't think we ever saw wide receivers willing to be used the way that uh, Kyle Shanahan is using Debo. Like, yeah, coach, I'll run power. I'll run. I'll play running back. I'll be outside. I'll be inside. I'll block. You know, um, we haven't really seen that. So I think that's a big question. You know, that's a big question. And I think if you're Detroit, you know, the way you stop it is just, you, you just got to get your hands up. It's that like quick little baseball turn. Purdy's got a baseball background. He's turning the double plays, catching it. He's getting them out. And then all of a sudden Debo's creasing them. And, you know, when, when we would play against teams like that, guys that could gash us like that, uh, T.O. was that way with the Niners for a while. They'd get them on a little inside slant and take it for 80 yards. You just got to get your hands up. If you can sense that the offensive line is short-setting or something like that, get your hands up. When I was in Seattle, there was a saying our defensive guys used to say all the time, tips and overthrows, got to get those. If you can get a batted ball at the line of scrimmage, you can gift your secondary guys free interceptions and I, and I think that's part of the plan so um i didn't know how good lamar jackson would be out of college i said you know i saw him at louisville uh he ran a lot and then by his second year i'm like yeah this works <laughs> this is gonna work is the most, i mean he made michael vick look pedestrian with his twitchiness it's like it's, i don't even know what this is but one of the things i like about lamar he was thin and then he came back the next year with traps and then he couldn't slide. And then the next year, he could. And he, not, he clearly got better in the pocket, but he got more patient. And I don't think fans sometimes understand. I've never had a gift like that. When you are gifted, Chris Carter used to say, if you're gifted a great voice, you're going to sing in the car, you're going to sing in the shower. You, it's just in you. You can't stop. People don't understand how hard it is when you can run and succeed. And yet Lamar has just added layer and layer and layer to pocket passing. There's a certain discipline that I just don't, it's, it's, I mean, Matt, you could move, but you watch Lamar and it's like, I don't even, it doesn't even look like anybody I've ever seen. Just go to the beginning and now where we are with Lamar. Are you surprised by how good he's gotten overall? 
I don't know if surprised is the word. I think impressed, you know, because I did cover him in college, and he was a great passer, but like you said, it, sometimes it would have just been easier to just take it himself. Um, I would say this about Lamar this year. This is the healthiest that he has been this late in the season. Yeah, That's usually been the question. Like, he's hanging on. He's hanging on by a thread health-wise, and I'm sure the coaching staff in Baltimore sort of, like, opened his eyes up to that a little bit. Like, hey, you can use your creativity with your legs and all that stuff, but we want what what can we do to make sure you're feeling your best in January uh, when we need you to feel your best? And on top of that, this is the best group of pass catcher, catchers that he's had in his career yes. uh, yeah. up to date. You know, and then the big question for me is Mark Andrews, because even going back, like, so there's some quarterback, you just have a feeling with a guy like that is your guy. And for whatever reason, Lamar Jackson's go to guy has really been Mark Andrews. Yeah. It's not a wide receiver. It's a tight end. And even going back to when he was at Louisville, his go-to guy there, he was he felt more chemistry with tight ends than wide receivers, in my opinion. And I see that now with the Baltimore Ravens. So if Mark Andrews can't go, I think that's a huge thing or how much he can go. I would say on the on you know on the positive, Isaiah likely has stepped up and been yes. used for them. So just I, I really think this could be Baltimore's year. I am a huge fan of the Niners. Um, I, I really thought they were a runaway train in the NFC. Um, it's easy to root for Detroit. But Baltimore, man, if ever there was a year where it just feels like this is the year, I got to believe it feels like this is the year for Baltimore. You know, one of the things that I think defined you um, and why the Seahawks were willing to build around you was your maturity. And you're obviously talented. You're smart. But when I watch like the Netflix special with Mahomes, it's like he got so many people and so much noise and his brother and his wife's funny and now there's Taylor Swift and Andy Reid and he's the star of the league and I'm just, I don't have this ability. He is just, it just flies past him. He just, it just, he just doesn't matter. And then he shows up on the games and he is brilliant. Um, it's a pretty remarkable trait to be the face of a league now, Tom was different, Tommy. Tommy wasn't this good this early or this gifted. And they didn't have this much moving around him. I'm, I'm blown away by Patrick off-field as much as on. He's still a kid. I mean, you were a star quarterback, but you were tucked up in the Pacific Northwest or in Green, right in Green Bay. Kansas City smack dab in the middle. Um, am I overstating that, or, or are we... Is there a value to being able to handle intensity, pressure, fame, money, stuff? I mean, this is what I think is true. He's the face of the NFL. He has been for a while now. He's the face of the NFL. I think that hardens you. I think that toughens your skin. There's a saying in quarterback rooms, you need to have skin like an armadillo. Um, things got to be water off a duck's back. Like, that's just how it's got to be. I think Mahomes has that, without a doubt. He's going to get, naturally going to get, all the attention. Like, in a matchup like this, he's going to get all the attention because of who he is, how great he has been, and who the other quarterback is, how great he has been. Like, that's natural. Um, but I don't know that that's really what it's going to come down to. Like, you know Andy Reid and Spags are going to coach their butts off. Spags is underrated as all get out. Played against him when he was with the Rams, with the Giants, as you know, when he was their D coordinator. He's a beast, okay? The game will be close no matter what. To me, though, the unsung hero that everyone wants to talk about Mahomes and Lamar, like this is still tackle football. The difference, and I think the thing that Baltimore really needs to worry about, 
is the run game has finally showed up in a powerful, powerful, meaningful way in Kansas City. Like Isaiah Pacheco is not getting, and he probably never will get the respect that he deserves, um, that that offensive line deserves. Like they're running the football. They are running the football in Kansas City. And that's not something that I think we right. felt like we always felt like, oh, the running backs are involved in the screen game, the passing game. But it's like, hey, Patrick Mahomes, you go do you and play recess and that's how we'll win. I, d- I don't know that that's how they can beat Baltimore. So to answer your question, I think Andy Reid does a great job of like, of you know, keeping or helping keep Patrick level headed yeah. and stuff like that. But. No, I mean, I don't think any quarterback in a long time has had to deal with what Patrick has had to deal with at such a at, at such a young age. You had Andy Reid. Um, he was a Packers quarterback coach. Did you think to yourself at any point, man, this guy, this he's operating different? Like, did, what was the first thing that you thought about Andy Reid? He's funny. He loves his steak tips, his tri tips. I mean, that stuff. But I mean, what was the first thing coaching? You went, wow, it was different. All of it, all of it. I mean, he was, I mean, I could write a book about it. Maybe I will. But like, even going back, like the comparisons to what Patrick is dealing with now, like when Andy Reid was my quarterback coach, Brett Favre was the starting quarterback. You know, he had come off of two consecutive Super Bowls, three consecutive MVPs. Um, I wasn't allowed to talk in the meeting. I would just like (laughs) sit there in the meeting and listen to Mike Holmgren and Andy Reid coach Brett Favre. And the backups, myself, Doug Peterson, Rick Meyer, we were just sort of like allowed to be in the room. That's kind of how I viewed it. And I literally would like write down all the questions that are great things that I would hear Andy Reid say to Brett Favre. And on the walk from the quarterback room to the locker room, I would ask Doug Peterson all the questions I would have wanted to ask if I was allowed to talk in the meeting. <laughs> but like, I think, I think the best, one of, one of the best things that Andy did for Brett is he protected him from all the outside stuff. And I think people think with a star franchise quarterback, the outside stuff is outside the building. It's very much inside the building as well. It's the defensive coordinator, the linebackers coach. Seven of your teammates want an autograph for their friend's cousin's mom's sister. And it's like all that stuff had to go through the quarterback coach, Andy Reid, all of it. I don't care if you were the, literally, if you were the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers at the time and you wanted a Brett Favre autograph, you had to ask Andy Reid, the quarterback coach, and he was the gatekeeper. He would say, no, like there's no autographs after Thanksgiving or, you know, whatever he would say. (laughs) He would be the bad guy. So Brett could be the leader and the good guy and the guy that everybody loved. It's things like that, setting up things like that, even inside the building, that give you downtime as a franchise quarterback, somewhat of Mahomes' status, to kind of like have a breather so that you can just go do what you got to do to help carry the team the way that you have been. Matt Hasselbeck, you know, his brother Tim used to yell at me every week on the, on the, when I used to be at the other place, and I miss him as well. It's a great, great family. Now, now today for you, what what, what, do you, what what does Matt Hasselbeck do today other than waste 15 minutes of your life talking to me? What are you doing? You're going to lacrosse games with your kids? <laughs> hey, today's a big day. So I'm coaching high school football now. I got to coach my son, who was a senior in high school this year, at my alma mater. Uh, I'm not the head coach. The head coach was actually coaching there when I was there as a player. Um, and we're hoisting our banner tonight at the halftime of the basketball game. Uh, we won the state championship here this year. So uh, 
we're fired up. Should be fun. There'll be some pregame festivities and some uh, postgame uh, festivities as well. So uh, that's that's Friday night for me here tonight. Well, you got a remarkable family, and you you didn't have to do this, Matt, and I appreciate it. Um, we speak highly of you often when you're not in attendance here about one of the people that we'd love to see on a more regular basis, and I want to say thanks for stopping by today. Anytime. Good you to bet. talk to you. All right, Matt Hasselbeck, who was a great Seahawk quarterback for a decade, and they built around him, and they went to that Super Bowl, and I think even Steeler fans would acknowledge the officiating was not ideal. Uh, Pittsburgh won, very good team, but uh, he had a really good career. He's the one who said, we want the ball, we're going to score. By the way, I love that. That was awesome. I love that. I love that. I love a little trash talk. No, he's, uh, he and it's an it's a unbelievable family. You know, his dad played in the league. That, that's a football family. That is the classic American football family. You know, we know the, the Clay Matthews family, you know, the Matthews family, the Manning family. We know a lot of these families. Hasselbeck's just have a rich history of being around the game, the dads, the kids, the dad's kids. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, this year, resolve to keep your family safer than ever with Simply Safe. Trust them in your home. I do mine. 20% off today on your new system with a fast protect plan. Go to simplysafecolin.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, just use the code HERD, H E R D, when you download the app. All right, here's my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the Ravens at home, minus three and a half to win in cover. Feels like 27-20 to me. They've blown out seven, eight, nine teams. Chiefs look better than they are due to Buffalo's defensive injuries. I think the over 44 and a half in that game feels right. And I'm going to take Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns in San Francisco. You got to score to beat San Francisco. They're not getting a great pass rush. And I love Detroit's weapons. I think it's a good game. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is herd H E R D when you download the app, which doesn't take more than ninety seconds. Twenty-one plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. In New York, call eight seven seven eight HOPE and Y or text HOPE and Y four six seven three six nine. See show notes for full details. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD H E R D. New customers can bet five bucks, get one hundred and fifty dollars instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD H E R. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I will make my picks for the AFC and NFC championship games. All waiting with bainted breath, I'm sure. Here, though, is J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. You open the show talking about Bill Belichick not getting the Falcons job. Remember, we sat here for a while and we're like, that just feels like a clunky fit. Sounds like Arthur Blank really wanted him. And the rest of the front office was like, I don't know, Arthur. And Raheem Morris will be the next Falcons head coach. Belichick, it doesn't sound like he's going to get the Seattle job. And it doesn't sound like he's going to get the commander's job. A lot of people seem to think Ben Johnson's going to the commander's. If he is going to have any say in personnel, I am absolutely not interested. And I was a Bill Belichick greatest coach ever guy for 15 years. I don't want him near personnel. You pointed it out yesterday. And everybody makes mistakes in the draft. The best G, Howie Roseman, has had huge whiffs. So nobody cares. You think you know the draft. Nobody does. But when you draft Puka Nakua, like two rounds behind a kicker, and you need wide receiver help, three interior alignment, like he has struggled to identify what works. Nikhil Harry was a... Just didn't work first-round receiver. You look at players draft that. He has a real hole in his game, and it's okay if you do in any industry. You have to acknowledge that and go, hey, I don't do this well. We all have that. He will not acknowledge he can't draft offensive players. He will not acknowledge it. He's stubborn. The one thing if he just said, hey, man, I'm bad at that, you do it. But he wants some con- Now, Harbaugh wants more control. Absolutely. Pete Carroll right out of college. There are co- I think John Harbaugh has, through the years, been pretty smart when you ask J- John about what he likes about personnel. And some of the times, John has leaned on Jim. Yeah. He's called Jim, Jim, is this kid, can this kid play? So there's an, the Harbaugh's between each other. Jim has leaned on John for some NFL assistance. And John has lin- leaned on Jim for some of his college expertise. But most coaches should coach. Yeah, it, uh, it, and all the reports were like Belichick's meeting with Arthur Blank, not with the Falcons, but with the owner, because it sounds like that's the structure Bill wanted. Hey, I answered to Kraft. I'll answer to you. I'm not going to meet with the CEO, the president, the G. I'm not doing that. Which, I mean, you can kind of understand that. Like, you're Bill Belichick. What, what, who's this guy who's going to like try to control my roster, right? Well, I, I can understand why Belichick's like that. But at the same time, I don't have to get I don't know what this is about guys. It's okay to up front be like, listen, I don't do this particularly well. Can we hire somebody that can do this for me? Like, that's yeah, not... Yeah, but he, he, that's the thing. He, he does football. It's not like this is like a car and he's trying to fix it himself. He's like, 
I've won a million Super Bowls. I've built Super Bowl winners. I'm going to handle the roster and everything. I don't want Have you... Have you noticed the deterioration of drafting as Ernie Adams got older? Yeah. The no. deterioration of the offense since Brady left. The deterioration of his O-line since Dante Scarnecchia left. Retired. You cannot acknowledge that other people probably played a bigger role. And I don't think yeah. Jim's selfish, Bill's selfish in those terms. But you have to be able to at some point admit, I'm older... I mean, my, my wife's a great example of this. She's like, listen, we got to get better with tech to watch our kids and to monitor stuff. She's much better at it than I am. I'm not a tech guy, so yeah. I have to lean on younger people. And, and so it's like, it's okay to admit, yeah, maybe I'm not great. Bill's reluctance to just go... I struggle on, yeah. on April, late April, well, I struggle. I, I, I don't know how good this comparison is, but let's say you took the herd to X network and some guy tried to say, hey, Colin, here's what we're going to do. You'd be like, <laughs> no, I'd dude, say, I, I've been. I'm not a good salesman. Sell it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I got the a... show. I got the content, right? Well, like, I just everybody's got their thing and everybody's got a weakness. I just, you, you can't have Bill doing draft day. Can't. Sorry. Not yeah. interested at all. It's off the table. Off the table. Yeah. Next up, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson have faced off four times in their careers, never in the playoffs. Sunday, they'll have the first playoff matchup. Mahomes says he knows it's going to be a big challenge. Just looking at what he did in college um, and then the Ravens organization and how much success they've had uh, my entire life, um, I knew that, that, that he was going to put him in the right position to win. Um, and uh, we were going to be playing a lot of big games, uh, AFC Championship, playoff games, whatever that was. Um, and so it's, uh, it's cool to see that we're finally here. We're finally playing in our first playoff game against each other. Um, and uh, it's going to be a great challenge. Mm-hmm. God, do I have a great nugget for you before the end of the hour. Okay. Oh, my God, you're not going to like this. Waiting breath. Um, it, it isn't really Mahomes versus Lamar. No, no, no. It's, it's the Ravens defense versus Patrick I mean, Mahomes. I think That's the, the game, matchup. I think the game comes down to this. Can the Ravens stop or slow down significantly the Chiefs run game? And if the answer is yes, it could be a blowout. Well, they play with a lot of light boxes. They want to invite, hey, go ahead, you can run the football. Everybody knows you pass to win in the NFL. I told you the stat, like, it's like 67%. If you have more passing yards, you will win the game. Yes. That's this season. That's how skewed it is. So that's why, they, hey, go ahead, Pacheco. You can have 25 carries. Um, I, I'm starting to wonder, this Chiefs defense, Colin, it's been really, really good. How, how much success does Lamar have in this game? First of all, the Chiefs defense is good. It's good. But Tua minus 27 isn't Lamar at home. Yeah, you toss that one out, right? And if Buffalo's field goal kicker, Baltimore's got the best kicker in the world. If Buffalo's field goal kicker could hit kicks, yeah. that game goes into overtime and Kansas City's maybe not here. This Baltimore team is not Miami and not Buffalo. They have the best special teams. They don't have to worry about wide right. Um, they have a better defense that's healthy. So, I mean, like Kansas City, let's be honest, has faced a quarterback from Miami in minus 27 degrees yeah. at home. Makes your defense look pretty good. And a Buffalo team that abandoned the deep ball against Kansas City because they had linebacker issues and, and wanted to keep their defense off the field. So that Buffalo team played a very safe game, and Miami played a very inept game with the weather. This Baltimore offense is a whole different ball game. It is, but I, I just those two cornerbacks, McDuffie in the slot, yeah, can X good. somebody out of the game. All right. Sneed on the outside is a lockdown guy. We saw him dominate Tyreek Hill and others. I 
where's the passing attack? Is it is likely the guy? Is it Bateman? We saw OBJ not play that much last week. I, OBJ's I, a non-factor. So I mean, who is it? Bateman? Is, is it uh, no, uh, Nelson Aguilar? Like I, I, I start Andrews, to, Zay Flowers, Lamar, I, Edwards, dominant defense, turnover here, best kicker in the game. That's a lot of weapons to me. Justin Tucker, baby. Uh, final story. NBA All-Stars were announced. The starters yesterday. Oh. LeBron, amazingly, is an All-Star starter for the 20th straight time. He should be. That's insane. 20 straight years as an All-Star? 20! Set the record for most All-Star appearances, passing Jabbar, who was at 19. Do we have the, do we have the entire All-Star teams? We have the starters, yes. Oh, let me and see, in let me a bit this. of a shocker, Steph Curry is not a starter in the West. Um, uh, at some point after well, football ends, you'll get to the uh, how the Warriors are struggling badly. But uh, well, I mean, it's it's not like it's 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 hard to start in the West for yeah. an All Star team. Well, SGA is starting over Curry. Like SGA is really really good. I'm not poo pooing him. Well, this hey, year, Steph Curry, guys, come on, That's, we want to see Steph Curry in the All Star game. Well, he'll be the first off the bench. Right uh, now, Luca, Jokic, KD, LeBron. I don't have any complaints about any of those. I guys. just get, I mean, I like SGA. Who, He's really was good. Was it Embiid, Tatum, who out east? Uh, Dayton Lillard was a bit of a, a somewhat minor upset. Giannis, uh, a lot of Jalen Brunson has earned it over Dayton Lillard. Yeah, but, I was going to say that's your argument. Dame's actually statistically, I looked at some numbers the other day, had a really good year. Like, really, really good, like, analytic numbers. Yeah, technically, Jalen Brunson's been better. Now, he is the number one as the guy. Um, I like Jalen. We like Jalen Brunson a lot. I can't take all the credit. I know you're a big No, fan. I think Jalen's excellent. He's yeah. the first time that I can remember the Knicks' best player being somebody I would absolutely trust in a Game 7 of the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Like, I think he's a grown-up. He plays defense. He's collaborative. He's a clutch player. Like, I, when's the last? I've been, they've had a lot of talent. Starberry, Mellow. Starberry. I mean, you got to go way back, and it's like, I didn't trust John Stark to hit a big jump. Well, John Stark's... Uh, but I'm saying... I yeah. mean, I, it, Patrick it, Ewing? Mostly I trust I him. I like Ewing a lot. But I mean, Brunson is mature, distributes, defends, clutch, scores. It's about as good as you're going to get. It doesn't player. appear to have classic Villanova guy. Yeah. I get no ego. By the way, Jalen Brunson or uh, Trey Young? Both great. Uh, it depends on the team. Uh, the Trey is a more natural scorer. I think Jalen is a sturdier player. They're both great. They're both great. At least I mean, one of them tries to play defense. Well, Trey's not known as a defender. I'm so disappointed in the Hawks, but, you know, that's a February story. All right. Jay Mack with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Who would you take, Trey Young or Jalen Brunson? <laughs> Did I start something there? Well, no, I think I think Brunson, there's a sturdiness to him. It's not real flashy, but I it just, and maybe I'm over, you know, I'm giving him credit because New York has been so fundamentally flawed from ownership down that they finally have a guy. And I like the NBA. I would like to see the Knicks be relevant in late May and June. I think they're great for the league, and I think New York basketball is great. But Brunson... Mello had more talent, and Ewing had more size, and Marbury was more sometimes gifted. Brunson's just so adult. Like yeah. I feel I, these Villanova players, you get somebody who defends, who passes, who travels well. Like you can just put yeah. him in control of your operation. I, I don't mind taking occasional rare L's. Remember, I was a Ben Simmons guy forever. I lost that one. I've been a Trey Simmons, a Trey Young guy for a long time. Yeah. I'm now Team Brunson. I'm sorry. I would take him over. Yeah, to no. start my team, I would take Brad Jalen Brunson. I, would think, I think Trey Young is more naturally offensively oh, gifted, yeah. but I could argue that foundationally, 
Brunson's better to build around. Yeah. By the way, Brunson has beaten Spider Mitchell, Damian, Donovan Mitchell, twice in a row, head to head in the playoffs in Dallas and then in New York. He, I mean, listen, I know I like Donovan Mitchell. Jalen Brunson's really good, clutch, everything about him. Yeah, like, he is really clutch. He's a pro. Uh, when your business reaches a certain scale, challenges surface, you deserve a tailored solution. That's NetSuite. Learn more. Download their popular KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Herd, H-E-R-D. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, it's The Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into 100 and $50 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet five and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Code heard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Sunday on Fox, Jared Goff aims to lead the Lions to their first ever Super Bowl while Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and the top-seeded Niners await. 
the NFC Championship game Sunday at 6 Eastern on Fox. Very, very exciting. All right. Now, last week I said, went 3-1, and one, but I said, Blazing Fives kind of regular season and first round of the playoffs. And I said, after that, there's just not many games. I didn't love the lines last week. I thought they were mostly right. Um, I didn't think Baltimore would beat Houston by over the spread. I didn't think Green Bay would give San Francisco trouble. I actually think both of these uh, are very bettable. I think the Chiefs-Ravens line is one of the best lines in the playoffs so far. So here we go. I'm going to take the Ravens minus three and a half. I would take them over Kansas City. And there are certain factors here. First of all, the Ravens have the number one rushing offense, won't be totally reliant on Lamar, and the number one scoring defense. They are the first team in league history to be number one in scoring defense, lead in takeaways and sacks in the same season. NFL history. At home, they averaged 35 a game in eight games and against many playoff-level teams. This is also key. The Ravens' defense only allowed 49 snaps against the Texans, fewest by any team in the round. They are well-rested. The Chiefs played 78 snaps against the Bills. Kansas City's defense, most snaps they had to play in the divisional round. And Lamar Jackson this year, believe it or not, had a higher completion percentage than Mahomes. Had a higher passer rating than Mahomes. More total touchdowns than Mahomes because he had a better O-line. He had a better receiving core. Baltimore is no mirage. Kansas City's offense due to the depleted rosters of the Dolphins' defense and the Bills' defense is overvalued here. The value is on Baltimore's side. I feel strongly about it. 28-20, to 20, the Ravens win and are clearly the better team. Now we go to the Lions plus 7.5 at the Niners. I like Detroit. Not as much as Baltimore, but I like the line here. The hook, 7.5. First of all, this team is 22-7 and seven in the last 29 games under Dan Campbell. And they've played a lot of good teams. It's the number one total offense under Ben Johnson, 390 yards a game. In fact, over the last two seasons, no quarterback has had a better touchdown-to-interception ratio in the league than Jared Goff, 59-19. Why? Weapons, strong run game, brilliant OC, top O-line. None of that is a mirage. Their defense, though, is getting to the quarterback. Multiple sacks in eight straight games. And the Niners' O-line on the right side is vulnerable. Debo Samuel, if he plays, and I think he will, I'm going to take the Niners, but I want you to hear this. Remember, players always tell us there's the preseason intensity, the regular season intensity, and then playoff intensity. Brock Purdy's not playing well. His last three games, 79 passer rating, three TDs and four picks. He is the least talented quarterback by a long shot. And the Niners roster, again, if Debo plays at home, San Francisco has proven to be able to put up big numbers. But I think the side is Detroit. 
34 to 27 or 28. I'm going to take Detroit to cover. Um, I think Detroit also tends to be pretty good, scripted early, staying in games. Brock Purdy trailing or in close games, not the same quarterback. So I think the Ravens side is a very strong play. The Lions side is not as strong a side. But when they give you the hook, take it. Seven and a half, I'll take the Lions to lose, but covered. Now the question is, will Debo play eight plays, 18, 38, or 58? The last two numbers takes one or two plays for Debo. He's a complete game breaker. He plays 25, 35, 45 plays. I like San Francisco. But you saw something last week. Jordan Love is much better than Brock Purdy. We have a habit now. You put Brock on the road against good competition, a little bit of a pass rush, comes right back down. So, J-Mac, you have your picks coming up next hour. Feel very strongly about Baltimore. I think what the, what the line shows you is the fear of Mahomes because the data points to a very clear Baltimore scoring 28 to 30 points in this game, and the Chiefs are not averaging that. And we all know the Chiefs, Miami fell apart defensively, missing six starters. Bills missing five starters. Everybody knows that. All the data is in. That number should be closer to five and a half to six Baltimore, but it's just the Mahomes factor and the fear. You know, they say Wall Street's run by fear and greed. In, in gambling, there's a lot of fear of getting burned because Mahomes does what Mahomes does. Baltimore has been all year long a significantly better team. Better special teams than Kansas City. Better defense than Kansas City. Better O-line than Kansas City. Better weapons than Kansas City. Better at home than Kansas City. So, you know, I, I do a lot of gambling on my podcast. I talked to a bookmaker and I said, what would the line have been Ravens-Chiefs uh, before the playoffs started? Ravens minus six. So why are we down to three and a half, four? Because of the respect, like you said, for Mahomes. Um, and he's earned that. Of course, he's dominant in the playoffs. Uh, I just want to add one thing. You know, I'm looking at some of these defensive stats. The Detroit Lions have the fifth most missed tackles in the NFL. That's Do you know I who said. dominates yards after catch? Debo. Yakum. Well, that's 49ers. In De- space, no. Ayuk, Kittle, C-Mac. Yeah, no. Lions don't tackle well. If Debo plays in the 20 to 30s, he's going to break a couple. That's just the way it is with this defense. That's the key in this thing. Debo plays. He's going to make plays. Yeah. The bad tackling defense. Hour three next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at Gainbridge.io.